0: And welcome to the Bloomingdale Church Podcast 2021 Easter Extravaganza. My name is Max Terman. I am your moderator, and with me this week is Shane and Shane evangelist Dan Marsal, hey. Family Force <laughs> 5 superfan Scott Reeves, yes. and Barry White impersonator <laughs> Bill <laughs> Cowan. say hello my voice at its lowest would be his high soprano
1: (laughs) Uh, Dan will you pray for us sure Father thank you for the wonderful joy of being together today thank you for the beautiful day we're having and uh, Lord, we just ask that you will guide our time. Thank you that for the fun that we get to have with this extravaganza. But we remember that this is rooted in you, that we're here because of you. Literally, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Mm-hmm. And so we thank you for this Easter and all that it means. And may this time just encourage us and those who listen. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, Scott. Mm-hmm. Take it away All right
2: Well from our old friends I don't know if you guys remember this From I want to say Probably Christmas But MindsInBloom.com Oh yeah Yes, yes. yes. MindsInBloom Here we have some Spring and Easter Would You Rathers I've only read a couple of these mm. Let me tell you it's a little weird <laughs> um, But they're the best I could find uh Bill, would you rather have flowers growing out of the top of your head or have butterflies constantly flying in a circle mm. around your head? Oh, I'll take the
0: butterflies. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like a little prince of the woods.
2: I don't know how this yeah. one is related at all, but that's that's the game. Uh Max, <laughs> would you rather walk around for an entire day with 20 large spiders on your body or eat five large beetles? Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Easter. <laughs> Happy Easter. <laughs> uh is risen indeed. What does a beetle
0: taste like? It really depends on. I'm gonna you. go with the beetle. Z- you yeah. can always cook it over a fire. Or something. How large is large? <laughs> I know that you're, you're, I know your answer is gonna be it's a large beetle, but like, can I? It,
2: it's as large as the spiders are.
1: What's the proportionally is what? What's the largest beetle you've ever seen, Dan? I just, at the Creation Museum, they had a, a ton of <laughs> insects, and there were some ones that were like <laughs> this big. <laughs> oh. Can you even? There was eat one that was like this big. big yeah. I know. <laughs> Um, wow I think I think
0: Sight unseen I'll take the spiders But if I could see the beetles I'll probably take the beetles
2: Fair enough Yeah um, Dan Would you rather plan An easter egg hunt For the little kids In your neighborhood neighborhood, Or Write an article About an easter egg hunt Which would be published In the newspaper <laughs>
0: Mine's in blue. Mine's in blue. I
1: think We'll throw the Easter egg on. That'd be more enjoyable. Yeah. See the joy in the kids' faces. Yeah. more fun. fun. <laughs> would
2: I rather get a huge Easter basket filled with candy that is not my favorite kind? <laughs> 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 or get a small Easter basket filled with my very favorite kinds of candy? <laughs> this is wow, the weirdest. This is the weirdest. Would you rather? This is like a whole. It's like a. I'll just show it to you. Oh. oh, wow. <laughs> it's like it's, a document. It's like a shareable image. Yeah, yeah, on Pinterest. Uh, I'm going to go with a small Easter basket filled with my very favorite kinds of candy. Mm, of course. Bill, would you rather... <laughs> These questions are so weird. <laughs> would you rather... Sp- not this one. The next one uh, is weird. Would you rather, Bill, spend a day planting vegetables in a garden or spend a day hiking in the woods?
3: Gee, I don't really care for either. Um,
2: you don't like hiking? As far as you don't like hiking. Yeah, I would yeah. have
3: expected you to... It's vigorous physical I guess it's exercise. Too
2: slow. Oh, uh, not vigorous <laughs> what enough. What if you ran up the mountain? But
3: you know, I, I don't really don't want to be on my hands and knees all day. I'll I'll take the hike. Sure, yeah, you
0: uh, can hike at any speed, Billy. If you want to run up the mountain, you can run up the. <laughs> mountain.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that changes it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Max, would you rather be a squirrel for a day or a frog for a Let's day? Squirrel for a day. Not even close. Fair enough. Dan, would you rather have a garage sale to make extra money or have a lemonade stand to make extra money?
1: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Probably a garage sale. Get rid of some stuff that
2: you need to weed through anyway. You don't need to get through some extra lemons you got lying around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would I rather have the ability to decide when it will rain during springtime or have the ability to make flowers grow wherever I plant? Ooh. Wow. Or, or wherever I point. Sorry. Huh. Wow. Um, I'm definitely going to go with flowers grow. I feel like if I control the rain, a lot of things would die. Mm. because I don't know how much it needs to rain. (laughs) That's a good point, yeah. (laughs) Bill, would you rather have feathers like a bird all over your body or have bunny ears and a cotton bunny tail?
3: Oh, I'll take the feathers. (laughs) You get to fly? I don't think so. I don't oh, think that's. You don't, you don't have, have the D- hollow bones. Of a bird. This reminds me of the
1: Disney King Arthur movie. I, I could be Big Bird.
3: Ever,
1: <laughs> Disney Disney I have King not King seen. Or, it. Or really Wait, watch. like Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone. Oh. I think I've seen it years ago. Where they, it turns into like a bird, a fish, and a squirrel. Weird. Yeah, that's a like a movie. power he can turn into those. Yeah, it was so the, the, bird the bird. wizard I helps him turn into. Man, I don't know
2: anything about English mythology. Max, would you rather be forced to spend all of your Saturdays and Sundays outside during springtime or inside during springtime? Oh, I'll go outside. (laughs) I I guess. (laughs) I guess. Because it's the right thing to say.
0: Because no. (laughs) That's, I just feel like, I feel like if you can't go outside, you're going to get so depressed. True. So I'd rather be not depressed, but not be able to do some of my favorite things. So pretty
1: much like last spring. Yes. Okay.
2: I'd, choose, you don't wanna, you don't I'd wanna, choose next spring over last uh, spring. Loveless. Same. Sense. Dan, would you rather live in a giant rabbit burrow or a giant bird nest? Hmm. I'm going to go over the rabbit burrow. And yeah. the birds nest, I feel like I rolled out. <laughs> Thing of the, the newest Pixar short. Hmm. Um, would I rather catch a frog and enter it in a frog jumping contest? Oh, yeah. Nice. Is that a thing? Or make a kite and enter it in a kite flying contest. Well, I want to see a frog jumping contest, so I'm, I'm in for that one. <laughs> Bill, would you rather be the star player on a baseball team that loses all of its games or be the worst player on a baseball team that wins all of its games?
0: I'll be the worst player.
2: Yeah. Take one for the team. You still get a ring. Yep. <laughs> this is literally... Max, would you rather be covered from head to toe in ladybugs or have a swarm of bees constantly surrounding you but not stinging you? Ooh. The bees. I'm like a bee man. Yeah, it's kind of like a superpower. It is kind of like a superpower. Uh, all right, Dan, would you rather be a caterpillar or a tadpole? Tadpole. Caterpillars just get stepped on, and they melt in their cocoons. Mm. What? Yeah, caterpillars like dissolve in cocoons and then like reform into butterflies. What?
3: No I one just told read me that, that this week. Yeah, it's just like it's nothing but goo inside the cocoon. Yeah. How is it alive? Can we?
2: Is it provably the same creature? <laughs> I do probably That's weird uh, Would I rather have skin As green as a spring leaf Or skin as blue As a cloudless sky <laughs> I'll, wow. go with, I'll go with blue I nice. like blue Alright Bill Your last one Would you rather spend A spring afternoon In a meadow Watching clouds Or in a pond Catching frogs I'll watch clouds Fair enough hmm. Max, would you rather be allergic to grass or allergic to chocolate? I am already allergic to grass. It's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) And for the last one, Dan, would you rather have a magic Easter basket that produces 10 chocolate eggs each morning or a pet
1: bunny that can talk? Wow. Uh,
3: What a great choice. Man. (laughs) Way better than
1: hiking. (laughs) Well, considering I live in a church (laughs) parsonage and I can't have a pet, I think I'm going to choose the... The bunny, the chocolate bunny. I think the, the chocolate Easter basket with the eggs. I think one.
0: the board would make an exception for a talking animal. True. <laughs> you could say it's your son. You could, s- <laughs> or, sure. You could say it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, but sure. Yeah. Claim it's your. Mines and blooms strikes again.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Minds and you blooms. My, yeah, that was good. For the second year in a row, we are recording on April first, April Fool's Day. Dan, you
1: love April Fool's Day. I do. Did you Does prank? That mean? Did you prank your oh, daughter? Yes. What did you do? So I pretended that I got a call from her grandpa, my father, and had a long, like a couple-minute fake conversation. It said, oh, he wants to talk to you. And she's like, hello? Got excited. Oh. Hello? I can't hear anything. <laughs> oh. April Fool's. Oh. Oh. She had forgotten it was April Fool's. Oh. She was like,
2: that's amazing. Oh.
1: Oh. Does
2: so that mean that by this point last year we had transitioned to Wednesday recording? Uh, yes. Wow. Yes. That happened pretty early. It did happen pretty early. Earlier than it feels like. It's true. We used to record on Thursdays,
0: Mm -hmm. and now we are once again recording on a Thursday, which is amazing. Did you Uh, come up with
2: that idea, Dan, or did you find that somewhere? Because that's so funny. I think Amber and I talked
1: about it last night. like, what should we do? (laughs) Because you used to tell her there were animals in the backyard. Yes. And I came up with an idea that we didn't end up using. I said, I'll just... Be like, ah, and have like ketchup on my hands or something. Like, yeah, go get your mom. And we're like, no, we shouldn't do that one. No, I, just, I agree. Yeah, so that's too traumatic. I'm glad we decided not to do the traumatic one. <laughs> wow.
0: Man, Bill, you got big April Fool's Day plans?
3: No, no, not really.
0: Do you ever prank anybody?
3: Yeah, but nothing so great that I can even remember. It.
2: <laughs> Fair enough, Scott. No, my plans are to get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, April
0: Fools! The mics aren't even on. Um, <laughs> uh, Scott, give me a number between one and one thousand and one. My mind went straight to where I went last week.
2: <laughs> where, where, what was that? We did six, or six six six. Was that you? Who came? That, was Bill. That, that was, was Bill. that oh. was Bill. We gotta stop
0: choosing six sixty
2: six. Well, we're not going to, but. Now that I know what we're doing, we're definitely not going to. 667. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, only a lunatic version <laughs> 2.
0: Justification. Oh, I should say. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have here a copy of uh, J. Stephen Lang's Uh, 1,001 things you always wanted to know about the Bible, but never thought to ask. Uh, And this is entry number 667. Justification. It means setting things right or making valid. The New Testament teaches that because Jesus was a perfect, sinless man, those who have faith in him are also made righteous with the penalty for their sin removed. The idea is that God is a righteous judge who had to punish human sin. And Jesus, the innocent victim, takes the punishment himself, the innocent suffering so the guilty don't have to. The Christian's awareness of this free gift of God being, quote, let off the hook, end quote, should lead to gratitude and love for God. Paul talks about justification a great deal in his letters, notably Romans and 2 Corinthians and Galatians. Um, can somebody explain why Jesus being a perfect, sinless man and dying on the cross has the power to take our, our sins away. Can you explain the mechanics of, of salvation? It is Easter. Mm. but Did you guys plan that number, six? six? <laughs> I guarantee Certainly. nothing that happens on this episode is <laughs> <was> planned.
3: <laughs> it goes back to God's deigning things in the Old Testament saying, bring a perfect lamb to the priest that sacrifice is going to temporarily atone for your sins. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus is called the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world by John the Baptist. And it's just a very intricate, beautiful puzzle Mm -hmm. of Jesus dies on the cross on Passover Eve. Mm -hmm. He is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He, he lived the perfect sinless life. If he hadn't, Satan would have been defeating God. Hmm. If Jesus would have said, I'm coming down from the cross, God would have been defeated. I mean, this is really a big deal that Jesus Christ, the perfect lamb of God, dies on the cross for the sins of the world. Hmm. But it's it's way more than what I just explained. You read the Old Testament, you just see how it's all like a thousand Lego pieces hmm. clicking together. Hmm. It's... It's just magnificent.
1: Yeah, Amen to that. My mind was going to Hebrews where the author of that book Mm -hmm. talks about Jesus being that perfect sacrifice that we don't have to go again and again and again. He doesn't have to sacrifice himself again and again. Mm -hmm. We don't need the blood of animals anymore that Mm -hmm. he is that perfect sacrifice that Mm. he's the only one that could ever do it. Living a sinless life and really took the death penalty that was due us on himself Mm. so we don't have to suffer it. Yeah, it makes me think of
0: of Hebrews and him, the writer of Hebrews, saying that Jesus, because he is perfect, sinless human, and our high priest, he can go into the holy mm-hmm. of holies and and sprinkle his own blood, um, the you know the sacrificial blood that is his own, um, to cleanse us of sins, like the the high priests had to in the in the Old Testament, and in that way when he says like he's there to fulfill the law, it's like it's the fulfillment of the Jewish faith, right? It's the Messiah who has come and and committed a sacrifice once
1: for for all people. Mm. There's a, a funny way to remember justification, kind of like at one minute where we talked about atonement, <laughs> just as if I'd never sinned Ooh, like in God's sight. Yeah. Uh, that God sees us through the lens of Christ and his atonement, his blood shed on the cross for us. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, I think actually now is a good time to do our, our closing segment we'll, we'll flip them we'll end with trivia but I'd like to, to take the opportunity because it's Easter because um, our listeners are gathering with family and with friends and, and Easter is a time when the whole world gets to be reminded um, that it's about Jesus Christ uh, and it's a, an opportunity an open opportunity for believers to talk about who he is and what he's done you know, in your sermon last week, Bill, you talked about, you know, a man attending Alpha and you used this expression of I gave a gospel presentation mm-hmm. um, and all my life, you know, I've really, <laughs> I don't think I've ever given a gospel presentation uh, personally, but I know that, you know, the three of you and, and all four of us really are, are very different in our personalities in our, our social relationships and the ways that we, you know, connect with people and interact with people. So could we share the gospel sort of together in our own our own personal styles. Bill, would you sort of start us off with the truth about the world, the truth about Jesus Christ?
3: Just like the man who was in my home three weeks ago, all of us are sinners Mm. and we cannot do anything about it. The more we struggle with our sin, the deeper we sink into our evil. Mm. We are dying. And thankfully... Our father took pity on us, clothed himself in human flesh, faced every single sin we face and every single sin that's out there. Mm. And he never succumbed even once. He went to the cross with all the sin of the world clinging on his being and died, rose on the third day, just as he predicted walked among men for 40 days on at least 13 appearances mentioned in the Bible. And one of those was to 500 people. So we know he really did rise from the dead. The Mm -hmm. people who claimed they saw him refused to recant that. 11 of the 12 apostles died martyrs' deaths because they refused to recant the resurrection. The 12th apostle, John, was thrown into boiling oil and God miraculously saved his life. Uh, So there's not a doubt in my mind that the resurrection really happened. But then what happened in terms of our salvation, Jesus rose to heaven where he sits at the right hand of God. His act of dying, rising from the dead, ascending into heaven is my redemption. Mm -hmm. He redeemed me. He cleansed me, and he set my feet on the rock. And that rock is Jesus Christ, according to 1 Corinthians. Mm. And and I'm not second class. Jesus is not ashamed to call me brother. He is interceding for me all the time. I can't get my head wrapped around that. He's my advocate all the time. And his word bids me to come with boldness into the throne room of God so that I can receive grace and mercy. Mm. And it's upon these truths that I get on my knees and pray for big things. And it's upon those truths that I have salvation.
0: Mm. Amen. Dan, how do you connect with the gospel?
1: The last week or so, I've been thinking about the concept of doors. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) thinking about Noah's Ark and the big door, (laughs) thinking about, things Jesus said in the Bible about doors. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> it makes me think of doors. <laughs> but I just think, I think of my own self before I got saved, before I came to know Jesus, when I just felt like I was hitting my head against a lot of closed doors and really dealing with a lot of frustration and loneliness, despair, mm. really based on my own decisions. Yeah, Because I was making decisions to shut God out of my life. Spoiler alert for this weekend's sermon. its <laughs> <laughs> <Scott's already here>. God's <laughs> But I, I just remember feeling like, yeah uh, everything is just, I just feel like I'm beating my head against the wall, beating my head against the a closed door and nothing's, mm. nothing's working. My life isn't turning out the way I want it to turn out and I don't like where I'm headed. Uh, and I feel like that maybe isn't everyone out there in the world's same story. I feel like a lot of people are hap- really happy where they are apart from God and don't really seek to change that. Mm. Sadly, that's just kind of like the mindset, but there are, are a lot of people out there that are just searching for meaning in life and feeling like their own decisions have led them down a path of a life that they don't want. Yeah. And just really like, what do I, what can I do about it? And so I really love the words of Jesus in John 10, which I had, I didn't think we were going to do this segment. I thought we were going to run out of time. So to remove my bookmark, <laughs> I can find it real quick where Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. Mm. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. Mm-hmm. If that assurance. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. We've done our own thing. We've messed up. But Jesus says, "Come to me. I'm am, I'm am the gate. Whoever enters through me, if you trust me, if you lay your sins at my feet and ask for forgiveness, you will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. Find you mm-hmm. know that prosperity that comes in being with him. Not necessarily material wealth, but that that life of satisfaction yeah. that comes from trusting and obeying and, and listening and having a life with Him.
3: Mm. Amen. Amen. I love that last word. It's not necessarily material wealth, because I think of how Ed Maxey's video, The Pay Is So Good, ends. Mm. He was a lifetime CMA missionary. You see this great video of the work going on in Irian Jaya, Indonesia. And then at the very, very end, you see this flatbed cart just full of Indonesian people riding along on this dirt path. And then all of a sudden they just break out in song. Mm. It is so awesome. It's just like, wow, the richest man in the world would like to have that kind of joy.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, how do you connect with the gospel?
2: When God created the world, he made it perfect. There's how he wanted it. Um, and he wanted it to, in, in its perfection, it was God with Adam and Eve in the garden walking among them. And Adam and Eve pushed him out of the picture. And they didn't want him, they wanted to be him. They wanted to be God themselves, as we find in the early chapters of Genesis. And they and they ate of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, which was the one thing God told them not to do. And, and uh, they sinned in doing so. And the result of that was death. Uh, which might seem like a really extreme punishment for eating the fruit. Um, But really it's just a natural extension of, of the heart that was behind that. Mm. Isaiah tells us that our sins uh, separate us from God and Jesus, or John one says about Jesus that in him is life and Jesus is about himself. I am the way, the truth and the life. Mm. So if our sins are separating us from life, it would, Makes sense that the result of our sins would be death. God is the source of life, mm. and we've chosen to push him out of our lives. And so all of us are just sort of hurtling on this uh, headlong collision with, with physical death, but also with spiritual death. Um, and none of this is God's will. God, did, God isn't sending people to hell. We're all just going there ourselves willingly. Yeah. Uh, we all jumped out of the plane that God made, and we didn't take a parachute. Um, but the grace of God is that he jumped out too um, mm. to provide the parachute for us you know none of us could live the the life that would get us into the presence of God We're all stained with sin and God knew that and so he sent Jesus into the world as a human um, mm. to live that perfect sinless life as Bill said earlier Jesus was tempted in every way but he never sinned uh, and because of that he was able to pay the price for a sinful person, a life for a life, a sinless life for a sinful life. But Jesus was more than just a sinless person. He was also fully God. And so his sacrifice was not only sufficient for one individual person, but for every single person who will call on the name of Jesus as their only hope to be made right with God. Mm. He died on the cross undeservedly bearing the punishment for every single person who will receive that free gift. And on the third day after he was crucified, he rose again from the dead. As had always been the plan, it wasn't an accident that he died and rose again. It was That was the whole reason he came in the first place. And in rising from the dead, he defeated sin and he defeated death, and now he holds the keys of death and Hades in his hands. And he's willing to let anyone and everyone in to heaven who will just receive that free gift and acknowledge that there is no way that I can be made right with God apart from Jesus Christ because my sins have separated me from Him. Mm. And even one single sin ruins an entire good life. Um, And none of us can even live up to that Mm. (laughs) standard of one sin in in an otherwise good life. But one sin is enough uh, to ruin a good life. And um, so every single one of us... Mm is fallen short of the glory of God and deserving of death. But if we will call the name of Jesus, then we will be saved. As Bill says in many of his funeral messages, not we might be saved, not we could be saved, but we will be saved when Mm. we call the name of Jesus Mm -hmm. for there is no other name under heaven by which we might be saved. Mm. And so calling on the name of Jesus, you know, simply means believing that his sacrifice is the only way to be made right with God, Mm. that he is our Lord. He is God incarnate. um, And, receiving the gift of the Holy spirit through the work that he did on the cross.
0: Mm. Amen. I think, you know, I've dealt with a lot of, of fear and a lot of shame um, and a lot of just a lack of, of believing that I was made right, um, that I was made correctly. And um, I've never wondered whether or not I needed a savior, but I think the two possible responses to it are either to say, okay, I don't care. Like if I'm, if I'm broken, like that's just the way it's going to be. And I might as well try and readjust my eyes in the darkness and get used to it and try and find my, the most enjoyable way to be. Or I can say, okay, God tells me that I was made right and that I can be made right again. Um, and God tells me that I don't have to be afraid of, of who I am. I don't have to be, um, ashamed of the mistakes that I've made and the mistakes that I'm afraid of making. And when Jesus goes and he (laughs) lives his whole life, loving people and healing people and not sinning. um, And then he's still willing to turn his life over. Like he said, uh, no one takes it from me. I lay it down willingly. It's like, I don't, in the words of David Crowder, like, I don't know what to do with a love like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know how to be a love like that, but man, you know, the scriptures know what they're talking about when they say he did not consider equality with God, something to be grasped, something to be held to and used for his own advantage, but he laid it down for us and that he makes good on his promise that he'll make us more like him. Cause I've seen that in me. I've seen that in the way that I think about people and then the way that I love people and the way that I think about myself and the way that I love myself. Um, and he is just so faithful in showing up and showing himself to me in ways that I didn't expect. I never really understood, like I knew Easter was important, but I was like, Jesus died and he rose again. And that was a long time ago. And that's great. But I don't see why we have to get so excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's, I mean, it happens. We get excited about it every year. I mean, it's not like it's actually happening again and over and over again.
3: And the more you understand it, the more you can't help getting it. I think it that's
0: true. I mm-hmm. think the more you understand how you can't save yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the more you understand how, as Scott said, how impossibly separated I I, I should be by all rights, mm-hmm. um, the more incredible it is. And last night at the young adults thing, it, it dawned on me that like he's being beaten and spit on and dragged around, and he's mostly silent. And I don't know why. But if I was him, I would be mostly silent because I would be so focused on not sinning. I'd be so focused on letting the evil that is grasping me by the face, not letting it get into my heart, not letting it get into me. Um, And man, just the power of Jesus Christ as a man, right? Fully God, fully man. The power of Jesus Christ. God is strong enough to be a man and not to sin. And I am not strong enough to be a man and not sin for 20 seconds. (laughs) Man, man. We serve a, a beautiful God who wants us, right? Who wants to know us mm-hmm. and wants to love us and wants us to to find Him, to be close to Him, uh, and to be made more like Him. Yeah. Praise God! Mm. Thank you, thank you for sharing those. So let me ask you: Are we going to tell about
3: our favorite Easter memory? Oh my word! Or is some other time.
0: Shoot! Yeah, go for it. What's your favorite Easter memory, Bill?
3: All right, when we lived in Long Grove. Buffalo Grove, I had a pretty good number of Jewish friends from being in the Buffalo Grove Rotary.
0: Yeah.
3: And one of them, I really liked a great deal. His name is Rand Gloger. And he invited Nancy and I to his home for Passover. So we really enjoyed it, just loved Passover. And then there came a time when he turned to me and he said, could I come to your church on Easter? Yeah, yeah, Rand. In fact, let's just do this right. You come to our church and then come to our house for dinner. And I know you got little kids. We'll do an Easter egg hunt together. We'll, we'll just do the whole Easter deal. Yeah. He says okay. So, I'm pretty sure he came to the Easter Sunday service where we had a casket in the <laughs> front of the church. We we had a children's choir and a adult choir and a worship band. We're talking a small church, but there were, I think I counted 47 people on the platform <laughs> doing this. Mm-hmm. So picture a sanctuary, not a whole lot bigger than this common grounds room, with a platform with 47 people making music. <laughs> In the midst of this music, the, the room is darkened and... They're singing, low in the grave he lay. And there's the refrain is, up from the grave he arose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they hit, up from the grave he arose, all the window coverings come off, and the lights <laughs> turn on, and it, it suddenly is very bright. Mm-hmm. And the casket flies open, <laughs> oh. and balloons shoot out of the casket <laughs> like crazy. That's amazing. And everybody just starts cheering. <laughs> So that was a real exuberant service, <laughs> mm-hmm. just all the way through. I mean, you just you couldn't help but just like shout hallelujah. And yeah. it, it was mm-hmm. really powerful. Yeah. So I know that's a lot different than a a Jewish um,
0: <laughs> Passover. Passover
3: or a mm-hmm. Yom Kippur service where everybody's silent.
0: Yeah.
3: And it was really, really different. But I think ran like that. <laughs> then they came up to our house and We had a really nice dinner, and kids all got little Easter baskets to go out and find their eggs. So Mm -hmm. I had two children, he had two children, and they're running around the yard getting those eggs. And uh, I look back at that and just think, you know, we really should have a lot of joy in Easter. Yeah. And, And there's really no Christian out there that couldn't do what I just explained in terms of just have somebody in your life and... Have fun don't don't think of it in terms of I've got to tell them you know Jesus died for your sins. no, th- just just get it out there that this is a big celebration they'll They'll start connecting some dots, and if mm. they can't, they'll they can always ask you a question or now they can Google it. <laughs> but I think the great emotion of wow, this was powerful. There was just so much joy mm. in that church and in his home and running around in the yard and getting Easter eggs. What the heck is this, you mm-hmm. know? So th- that's that's one of my great memories of mm, Easter. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I completely forgot that I asked you guys to bring <laughs> favorite Easter memories. <laughs> Scott, did you bring one? Um, to share with the class? I don't think I have any that are as good as that. Well, I mean, I've never, I've never. It's not a contest. It is now. Well, um, you get jelly
3: beans
2: for you. All right. <laughs> Woo
3: get the giant the dark the giant
2: jelly bean. <laughs> I haven't been an adult for as long as Bill, so most of my Easter memories are as a child. <laughs> but I think two years ago, Easter was really cool. Yeah. Um, when we did the choir in the Easter service with the band, um, that was definitely one of one of the most involved but most fun things that I think we've done musically here, mm. especially doing the... Um, what a beautiful name on you stay mm. arrangement from, uh, Travis Cottrell.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, that is such a cool arrangement. And I think we were able to pull it off pretty well. So that was really fun. And I would like to do that again when things are normal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my favorite Easter. That
0: was the Easter. I had just gone through a breakup and we, uh, we sang that and I was like, not in it at all. Like I was like, yeah, Holy how are you Lord God <laughs> almighty. <laughs> um but I I really wanted to just spend the day underground and I know you did too. That was how we spent most of our days back in 2019 is <laughs> you and I in the gray house. <laughs> um, but Stuart came and was just like, "You guys want to come out? We're going to play uh, we're going to play oh, frisbee yeah, golf." Yeah. And I was like, "I should." <laughs> okay, so I go out and it's me and Nate and Stuart and Jonah and we and they got you to come with us. Sure. You Scott Reed, I know, to come with us. And it was, um, it was this most, most beautiful evening. Like the sun was like setting and it was warm, and we played frisbee golf just all over the parking lot.
2: I think Leah was here,
0: and and I think I think Leah might have been here, and Which it was really cool, and it was just like man, just getting to like, obviously, uh, their, their kids are like running around, right? Nate and his kids are running around. And, um, it was just like the most relaxing. I just felt like in that evening, it was just like, everything is going to be okay. Mm. And like, man, God has put really loving people in my life Mm. and really loving people in this church. And like the story of how you and I ended up at this church is ridiculous enough, but now God is like, you know, changing my life through it. And, Mm. Um yeah, I think that's that was that was definitely my my favorite Easter is just like the memories of that and yeah and I having that that having insane. Rebecca yell at Stuart for his form from across the parking lot <laughs> like that
2: was terrible and Jonah's like pre-throw ritual and Jonah's pre-throw <laughs> ritual
0: and as he's going up you know Jonah is was, was a complete athlete and he's going up and I'm like he's like a bronzed god and then he throws it and he doesn't hear me but Stuart does and so Stuart like loses his mind Jonah's like did you say something
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a thrower I did something uh-huh. imitating and and making a little bit of fun of of Jonah, yeah, and did. then it like totally worked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was like the best throw I had all day.
3: <laughs> I think uh, that was the service too, where Daniel and Brittany gave their testimonies, and the second service she was dripping wet because she got baptized in between I the two think services. That sounds right. So. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. That
2: would make sense. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: that was a good, day. It
0: was a good day. You got a favorite Easter. Wasn't your birthday on an Easter? My you're...
1: birthday was on an Easter Sunday. And I didn't really want to be there in, in church on my birthday. <laughs> I remember
0: that. I think I remember that from last year's yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, and
1: I, was but, never I don't know if that's that a favorite one. But it would be now because of be like how cool that now it won't be until. Is I'm your birthday dead. today? No, April twenty third. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It won't be until I'm dead. <laughs> well, <laughs> in like ninety. Years. The next time your birthday is hey, on Easter, you don't boy. know how long you're gonna live. That's, that's true. true.
0: Yeah, ninety three. <laughs>
2: There we go. No,
3: we'll no, 93 more years. I think 93 I mean, years or oh, like I mean, I Modern <laughs> medicine,
0: anything possible. <laughs> That's more challenging.
1: I used to really like... I, episode I 4,000
0: of the podcast. <laughs> <what we> do...
1: <laughs> Beyond the grave. <laughs> from heaven. <laughs> Bill
0: will still be here.
1: The rest of us will be dead. <laughs> anyway, well, dude, I, I grew up in the Episcopal Anglican Church, and so I really... One of the part of Easter I liked was going... On Good Friday and doing the stations of the cross, mm-hmm. seeing like the different there was maybe like I don't know between nine and twelve different stations of the events like the the Last Supper and yeah. you know Jesus praying in the garden and just these different you'd walk around the church you know sanctuary, and they had these different stations they were always there, but maybe a little bit closed up, but they'd open them up during the you know Easter season and gain to reflect and just the reverence I really appreciated even as a kid mm. I remember like looking up at these like wow. This is very impactful. Hmm. That, that's something I enjoy. And then I always enjoyed hanging out with friends after yeah. the service. We had next door neighbors that we were really close to, and we take Easter pictures together and ever yeah. Easter baskets, Easter egg hunt. Yeah, that was always a good time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's get into the Topic of the Week. Topic of the Week this week is brought to you once again by the new weekly schedule. Our weekend schedule is changing starting April 10th and 11th weekend. Sunday worship services are moving to 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. And we will also see the return of the Saturday night service at 6 p.m., Uh, Come be a part of our church community as we gather to worship our God. The new weekly schedule, every weekend starting April 10th and 11th, visit BloomingdaleChurch.org slash newtimes to learn more. Um, Scott, you had a whole week to think about it. I still don't remember what the question was. Is I don't know what. <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> so how does this work? So we've got uh, some adult ed classes are at the second service, right? Are at ten thirty. Are there adult ed classes at both, or is, are they just in the, the second service?
1: I can speak to that. that my family's classes meeting at the nine, during the nine o'clock service hour. Cool.
3: All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was concerned that they were all going to be at ten thirty. I'm thinking, ah, this isn't the way we yeah. wanted it to be. Sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Well, for topic of the week, this week we are once again forced to cancel the traditional podcast Easter egg hunt due to the coronavirus. Apologies to everyone. Oh. You all brought your baskets well, and this your never end. I know. I'm years... <laughs> but instead, welcome once again to the 2021 Bloomingdale Church Easter Trivia Bowl, oh, where man. Dan, Scott, and Bill will compete for bragging rights and a prize, as always, to be named later. <laughs>
2: Who made this?
0: Uh, This was made by me, Max Terman, son of Greg Terman. Amateur quiz maker. Lord of Moria. So if you have any... <laughs> Lord of the Mines of Moria. A Balrog of Morgoth. Uh, so if you have any problems uh, with the questions, you can, you can complain to me about them and I'll defend myself valiantly. Thank you, Mech, son of Greg. You're welcome, Dan, son of Richard. Richard. <laughs> Bill, son of Bill. <laughs> and Scott, son of Tim. Nice. Uh, all right. Let's get started. Which... Uh, country or region started the tradition of Easter eggs: Germany, England, Mesopotamia,
1: Holland. See, I feel like I have an unfair advantage here. Why? Because I was doing Kahoot quizzes with my young family's group for four weeks straight on Easter Ooh. Easter trivia. Oh, shoot, you
0: <laughs> are well studied. No chance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I found out so much information.
0: Are you telling me Easter eggs aren't in the Bible? I am. Bill. Holland.
1: Sky also said Holland. Mesopotamia.
0: It's Mesopotamia. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dan, Mesopotamia. you get an Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a, Dan's Easter egg has exploded. Yeah, oh. And there are now jelly beans everywhere. <laughs> so I'm struggling to... Oh my gosh. Easter eggs did start (laughs) in Mesopotamia.
2: (laughs) What a segue. In Jewish tradition,
0: uh, a white egg is part of the Passover Seder plate. According to many sources, the Christian custom of Easter eggs specifically uh, started among Christians in Mesopotamia who took the egg symbolism from Judaism and stained them red, coloring them Hmm. in the memory of the blood of Christ. Correct. Uh, Man, which is super Dan cool. Dan is going to
2: destroy us. I don't know. Yeah, I, Dan's going to... Everything Dan you're saying, Dan's like, I wrote that Wikipedia page. When,
0: <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> when was the first Easter egg roll Ooh, at the White even... House? Oh. Easter egg roll. Oh, that one I might... Is oh, an event. Not going to lie, I'm not even really 100% sure what that is.
2: 1951, you will. 1951,
0: 1878, 1900, 1949. Scott. 1900. Uh, B- Dan, Badan, Dan, Badan. 1900 and bill 1949. It is 1878. He oh, oh, wow. was, was the president. I think. The egg roll is a race where children push an egg through the grass with a long handled spoon and surrounding the events include appearances by White House personalities in Easter bunny costumes, speeches and book oh. readings by cabinet members and exhibitions of artistically decorated eggs. Uh, it's been a tradition in the Washington D.C. area for uh, since the early 1800s, huh. but it was formally brought to the White House in 1878. Wow! Um, yeah, so nobody gets any points for that. So, who was the president then? I thought it was Taft. Dan but... says Taft, I, I, but it
1: can't be because he was after he was Roosevelt. Later. Yeah, yeah was I was
0: the... The... it's close to Ulysses S. Grant. But who was the was guy? Not sure, I think it was Grant. Who was the guy that Eric said was a president? Frederick Douglass. Fred, I'm sure it was, Fred, it was Frederick <laughs> Douglass. Uh, question number three. He strikes again. Which flower is associated with Easter? Lilies, tulips, geraniums, lilacs.
1: Rutherford B.
2: Hayes. Oh. That's not a flower, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and wait your turn. Could you read re- the options again? Sorry. Lilies. <laughs> Lilies.
0: Lilies.
1: <laughs> Tulips, geraniums, and lilacs.
2: Just, which is associated with Easter? <laughs> associated with Easter. Mm. Rutherford
1: know. B. Hayes was chosen by the House of Representatives. <laughs> like <laughs> one of the only presidents. The election was so contested. That's awesome. Dang. Wow. wow.
0: No wonder he brought the eggs. He's a <laughs> populist. Um, uh, Dan. Lilies. Scott. Lilies. Bill. Lilies. It is. Easter lilies. lilies.
2: Hooray. Well
0: done, everyone. Uh, lilies. I was going to be really upset if it wasn't. Lilies. The lily <laughs> is said to yeah. grow with its head down to honor Jesus. Now, mm. I don't know if I believe that, but uh, <laughs> but that's what this website said. Uh, number four, what kind of bread is That's so- all you have to say about lilies. <laughs> that's all I got to say. What else is
2: there to say? I don't know. They're associated with death. Thank you. Is that what you wanted me to say? I don't know. I feel like we should have more than just their grow with their head it's down. It's a great name
0: Jesus. for a person uh, better than geranium. What kind of bread <laughs> is associated with Easter? <laughs> Sorry if there's any geraniums listening. <laughs> Yeast rolls, pita bread, hot cross buns, and stone rolls. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs>
2: stone roll. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Are stone rolls a thing?
0: Mm-hmm. It might be. Is maybe. that real? I'm not answering that. It might not be. What kind of bread yeah, is associated not... with Easter? Are you ready, Bill the Dan? Hmm? Bill. Hot cross buns,
2: Scotty. I didn't have an answer yet, so I'm just I'll abstain because I heard Bill's answer. Well, that's fair. Hot cross buns. It is hot cross buns. Dang, that was not what I was going to guess. oh that's that's good though. <laughs> well, that
1: brings back good memories. One a penny, two <laughs> a penny, hot cross buns.
2: I've seen <laughs> that probably at least once a month. <laughs> Stone <laughs> rolls, be really? Yeah, just comes up. That's how, I, that's
0: how I learned the piano. <laughs> I want to be sure, Stone rolls was actually is how I uh, was one was my was an answer I made up. So I'm know. pretty proud of it. And yet you landed. Yeah, I did. I had to throw you <laughs> off the scent. All right. Here's a question. How old is the oldest known hot cross bun in the world? It is. is it it is, a hot, is a hot cross bun that is still,
1: is as we part would of the, say,
0: alive. Is This part of the <laughs> trivia. This is a trivia. Uh, it's open. It's free response. How many years old is the oldest hot cross
1: bun in the world? <laughs> I'm going, uh, wait, we have to put write you, this down? Well,
0: you have to wait till I call oh, on you. Oh, man. So we don't end up with another Scott situation. True. Ready? Yes. Scott? I said 87 years. Okay. Uh, Dan? 250. And ooh, Bill? 148. So Dan is the closest. It's 214 years old. Dang. Uh, the oldest hot cross bun was baked in Essex, England, on March 27, 1807. It is not moldy, but is described as quote like a ball of concrete to the teeth. oh <laughs> well, I thought this was just like a starter.
3: I, I oh, I misunderstood. No, yeah, this is the oldest. The thing is still. It's there.
2: It's an actual like bun. A piece of it's, petrified You can see a bread. picture of
0: it. It's wild. Huh. I don't have a picture of okay. it. Okay, but you with you know you can do that on your own time. <laughs> uh, well. When was the first recorded reference to the Easter Bunny? 1712, 1614, 1521, or 1488? 1700s, 1600s, 1500s, 1400s. Dan knows the answer to this
2: question. He's looking at me. He knows. Give me that. Everybody ready? Yes. Danny. 1712. And Scott. Oh, shoot. I said 1488. Going for the shock answer. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I I did the same. I was
0: in the 1400s. It's none of those. Oh. Unfortunately, it is 1521. Burn. Originating from German Lutherans. The Easter hare originally played a role of judge evaluating whether children were good or disobedient in behavior at the start of the season of Eastertide. Hmm. Children built nests in preparation for the Easter bunny, often in their own hats. And then if the children were good, the bunny would lay a colorful egg in their hat. (laughs) Beautiful. Now, I don't know what is wrong with the German Lutherans in the 1500s, but that's, there you go. That's close to the time of Martin Luther. Yeah. I mean, he was really so innovative. So, fresh
3: Lutherans. He was really innovative. Well, he was. <laughs> I mean, guys, this is... him singing in the church service. That's Martin Luther's innovation.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. He was the one that really popularized <laughs> it. Making nests for a rabbit in your hat. Also probably Martin Luther.
2: We're <laughs> in now of his 95 theses.
0: We're in now uh we have a segment on uh on biblical questions. So these mm. these next three questions will be from the Bible. What did the priests do with the money that Judas returned to them? And uh, for the sake of point scoring, I will accept the closest answer. (laughs) Huh. Unless multiple people get it right. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody uh, ready? Yes. Scott. Scott's working. I'm not going to write it all out. I'll just say my answer. All right, Scott, you go first.
2: I I don't want to go first. Well, if
0: you're just going to say your answer, that's you the don't only, even know what's on here. That's the only way. I could way. have just
2: been saying my answer this whole time. Can you see this? <laughs> do you have my eyes? No, I don't have your eyesight. <laughs> Perfect. But I do have the authority to make you go first. Um, I said in my brain <laughs> that they put it into the temple offering.
1: Uh, Dan. They used it to buy the potter's field. And built.
3: Yeah. I... Bought a field for the indigent they called it the field of blood or Ackledama.: Fascinatingly,
0: this is correct. Uh, they, mm. they decide we cannot put this in the temple offering because it's blood, blood money. money. and so they use it to buy the Potter's field to be used as a cemetery for foreigners. Is that where Judas hanged himself? I don't think no, so. He, oh okay. no no,. no. He, he did it somewhere else, I guess So okay. uh, that's going to be another point for Dan and another point for Bill. Mm. Well done, both of you. I certainly didn't know that. A man named Simon from Cyrene was compelled to carry Jesus's cross. Name either of Simon's sons. From the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, he has two sons.
2: I'm just going to, I just followed my nose. (laughs) I wrote down two names. I don't know if either of them are right, but my my gut gave them to me. So I wrote them down.
1: Uh, Dan. I don't know if this is right or not. Is it Rufus and John?
2: Uh, Scott. I said Alexander and Rufus. And Bill. I only wrote
0: one name, Rufus. It is Alexander and Rufus. Yes! Will I each get a half a point? I'll give everybody a point. All right. Yeah, you said just one. You did say just only one. only had to name one. Right. That is incredible. Wow,
2: Alexander too. Way to way follow to your nose. nose way Scott, to remember.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's like, oh, Scott. Your nose knows, man. It, it the nose plays.
2: One. I didn't know about the other one, but I knew that one.
0: In John chapter 19, two men helped prepare the body of Christ for burial. Who were these men? Do we need to get them both to be right? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, (laughs) I definitely don't know them. I'm gonna play the field. (laughs) I might not even know one of them. (laughs) If anybody gets one, and then somebody gets two, then I'll give that the person the point. I think that's fair. Fair enough. Um, All right, Bill, Nicodemus
3: and Joseph of Arimathea.
1: Scott, Uh, I just said Joseph of Arimathea, and I said the same thing as Bill, which was Nicodemus and (laughs) Joseph of Arimathea. Please, (laughs) gotta (laughs) verify your
0: answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is correct. So Dan and Bill. Uh, and I'll give Scott a point too. Hooray! Yay. Alexander
2: um, comes back to help me <laughs>
0: the previous question. <laughs> uh, Alexander and Arimathea. Uh, which, this is our last question. All right. Which of the following is a name, is a name commonly used for the Wednesday before Easter? Tenebrae Wednesday, Black Wednesday, Purple Wednesday, Spy Wednesday. Has as anybody answered? You've yeah. answered. I don't know if it's right or not. That well, that's the point of the game. It is the point. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. I don't know what Tenebrae Wednesday means, but that's my answer.
2: Scott. Um, I hadn't written one down yet. I know. But, but I wasn't going to choose Tenebrae Wednesday, so I think we're safe on that. <laughs> uh, I'll say... I'm going to go out on a limb and say Purple Wednesday. <laughs> I said Purple Wednesday. <laughs> it's Spy Wednesday. It's Spy Wednesday. Spy Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, spy Wednesday. On Spy
0: Wednesday, choice. Christians remember that Jesus was betrayed by Judas, a clandestine spy, spy among the disciples. Oh, wow. Very big in uh, in, the, uh, in the espionage world. <laughs> in the espionage world. Very big in uh, Eastern European Reformed and Eastern Orthodox churches. Um, what well, so so does tenebrae mean? Do you know? Tenebrae... I used to know. I used to know as well. <laughs> I listened to the song we sang about it today. Uh, right. It's it's just about the the, the death of Jesus. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the, it means, but okay. I'm sure Scott will look it up. In the meantime, Dan is our big trivia champion. So that's he what gets the, the big giant, old egg. This one hopefully doesn't explode <laughs> and, and thank you. throw jelly beans everywhere. In the meantime, everybody else, for consolation prizes. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Nice. Thank you, Max. It
2: means... Well, I don't, this doesn't necessarily tra- isn't necessarily the translation. Sure, but under the people also ask category of uh, what does Tenebrae mean? It says the sufferings and death of Christ, and at the very top of the Google results, it looks like it's actually a time period that begins on Thursday of mm. like Holy Week and ends on Saturday. Yes, that's right. I. That's correct. I remember
0: that from Wikipedia for making this trivia quiz. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Listeners, if you would like to be part of the show, you can send questions, would-you-rathers, trivia quizzes, and periods of time to podcast at BloomingdaleChurch.org. That is all the time that we have this week. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Thanks. Man. Thanks. Back-to-back Easter trivia champion.
2: Wow. Day, last year. wow. He won last year, too. Bill won Pentecost, though. This was Bill, won Pentecost. Bill
0: won Pentecost. This Don't remind me. This was the episode last year that uh, that began our jelly bean addiction. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I arbitrarily chose to put jelly
0: beans in them instead of M&M's, and that's how
1: we... And those your plethora then, of jelly beans are still in my office today. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then,
0: uh, yeah, and then that's... A whole presidential campaign was run and won <laughs> on the concept of jelly beans. <sighs> Bill, take us home. You have been
3: listening to the Bloomingdale Church Podcast, brought to you from Bloomingdale, Illinois, the heart of the nation. Happy
1: Easter, everyone. He is risen. He is risen indeed. indeed. He is risen. He is risen indeed. He
0: is risen. He is risen indeed. risen. risen risen indeed. Amen.